From News Chopper 11, hovering just outside the Crab Nebula, it's Nerd News from Asteroid G. Listening to Not So Live from Asteroid G. I'm Mike Finkelstein. With me, as always, is Josh Shaver, Queen B, and Bex. And today we're going to be discussing from the news desk Nerd News, our monthly check in on what is going on in the world of nerdity and, well, other stuff. And we're going to have some other stuff that we have to get to, but, you know, before we get to the stuff that's boring and dramatic and that sadly just shows how awful the world is, let's just do some other stuff first. So we got a list of topics. I'm going to start running down this list of topics. And the first one is the one that Josh doesn't care about at all. And that would be the fact that the Doctor Who star, uh, the current female doctor, whose name I can't remember, and the uh, showrunner, Chris Chinball, I believe is his name, uh, they will both be leaving after next year. There's one more season and then apparently three more specials to be had with the Lady Doctor and then uh, she and the showrunner will be gone, and they will have a whole new crew coming in for that show, which I don't know. I know Josh doesn't watch, but I don't know what the rest of the people feel about this, but I'm okay with it because the last couple Doctors have kind of sucked. <laughs> well, I, 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 must, I, I may be the only person who is not really a super fan of Jodie Whittaker, so um, uh, I, I prefer David Tennant. I preferred Matt Smith. I was not... Mm-hmm. A huge fan of Capaldi, um, although I thought he did okay, um, just not my my favorite. And uh, Jodie Whittaker, she's I mean she again she's been okay, um, but not really a huge fan. So, um, and it's not like she's done anything bad or anything. It's just that you know, and I'm glad that they went to a woman. I think that that was you know inspired, um, maybe too inspired, maybe too forced by society at this point, but. Um, the the shows have been okay. They haven't been to the level of David Tennant and or Matt Smith. So and and that could be because of the um, and then I'm not I'm not blaming them by any means, but her companions are kind of meh. Next. Yeah, I I'd, I'd agree with that. Like, cause oh gosh, like with Capaldi. Like, it seemed like he was good, but he was also a little bit out of, out of his element. And the companion there, she was good, but I feel like she had a lot more charisma behind her. And the pairing itself wasn't good. And with Jodie Whittaker, like, I, I dig her. I, I am all for this, but I'm also, I don't feel as um, enthralled with everything as I did, like, with Tennant. Now, whether I like Jodie Whittaker better than Matt Smith, I'm, I don't know. It might be even footing for me with that, but, but yeah, Capaldi was not good. I'll, I will be happy for a shakeup of what's next. Well, we have the thing where you could, like, you could tell the difference between 
the previous showrunners, uh, Russell T. Davies and uh, Stephen Moffat. Moffat really liked that whole puzzle box style storytelling. So, like, he could create specific ep puzzle box episodes that were great, and he'd have seasons that felt like they were building to something, which didn't always pay off. Uh, but with uh, Russell T. Davies, he always liked his... He seemed like his big moments, but he was way up the ass of having the Doctor be in love with the companion, which was basically just Rose, for the most part. Oh. It was always fucking Rose, which... That, yeah, um, that was the only part I hated about that whole run, is just the whole Rose this and Rose that, like, whatever. It's not all about one woman, guys. There's, there's more women in the universe, and men, and whatever else you want to put the Doctor involved with. He's fine. He can be pansexual. No one's going to complain. Right? Um, yeah, but I, I I don't feel like Chinball really has an idea of what to do with the Doctor. I think he came off of um, Broadchurch, if I'm thinking of the right guy. Um, and he doesn't, like, that show has a completely different energy from Doctor Who. And maybe he felt inspired to do whatever he's been doing with Doctor Who, but it hasn't worked. And all I can think of is think of the grumpy Doctor when I think of Capaldi, because that's all he was, was just perpetually grumpy and it didn't really do anything. Uh, and then Whitaker is fun. I like her as a doctor, but I don't feel like her episodes live up to the potential of what she can do with the role. It's just, it's been very... Stunted. Bad. Yeah, stunted. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I, I'm... Like, even if Whitaker wanted to stay on, I think the key point to take away is that they definitely need a new showrunner, and I'm glad they're doing that. And if, it, if a new doctor gives him a chance to try something else with the series, then I'm all for it. Yeah, I mean, there is a rumor, and I don't don't know if it's just a rumor because it could be uh, that they were saying that uh, the Duke from Bridgerton was becoming yeah. the new Doctor Who. He was in consideration to become the new Doctor Who since they haven't had a colored Doctor Who either. So they, well, they they hinted in one of the episodes that Whitaker was in that uh, a future Doctor was going to be black and female because they kind of said she was another Doctor. That, like, crossing over her own timeline or something? I don't know. Right. But, yeah, I'd heard that rumor, too, but there's been nothing specifically substantiated by the BBC yet. Right, exactly. Yeah. Well, and, you know, they, they hinted at a female doctor in Matt's, in in either Capaldi's or Matt Smith's oh. exits. And, um, I mean, with, uh, um, oh, what is her name? Michelle Gomez being Missy and yeah. uh, being a female as the the master so i mean it, it's it's always possible um and i mean they said that there won't be another um master but haven't they already brought somebody in to be the master did it in yeah, they, they, they said a couple times they weren't going to bring him back that this was the end of his story and then they brought them back again like bringing in missy after they already said the master was dead. So, yeah, whatever. Right. Who, who pays attention to exactly. that? Exactly. It's time so travel. I, and I think the most recent master was Indian. Um, so it's okay. entirely possible that, yeah, the next master is going to be um, black. But if they do that, then they end up making it a, <laughs> this is going to sound wrong, a black-on-black -black situation, which may not go well with a lot of the current Doctor Who fans. So, I mean, it's really, it, it's a very delicate balance. And it, it's kind of like very similar to the whole Bond, double double seven kind of situation, where if you don't bring in the right Bond character, because he was also being considered for Bond, just like um, uh, Cumberbatch was being considered for Bond. He, Cumberbatch was also being considered for a doctor. So, 
Um, but I think he turned it down saying that he didn't want to be pinholed into a role. And then he did Sherlock Holmes. Right. And those two alone, but, but like Sherlock and Dr. Strange are the same fucking character. All you know how to pl play is like annoying, aggressive, tall dudes with a British accent. Okay. <laughs> are you saying that you don't like Cumberbatch? I guess you're not a Cumberbatch. He's fine. Huh? He's fine. The longer <laughs> I've been exposed to him, the more I realize he only has one character to play. Right. Well, you know. Yeah. He's English. That's a lot of people. Um, so, I mean... Bruce, I mean, Bruce Willis at this point only plays bored Bruce Willis. So. That's true. That's true. He, <laughs> but he only plays for money now. He doesn't care. So... No. He stopped caring after Moonlighting, I think. That's when he stopped caring because he was just going to get roles. It didn't matter. But by, by, by around the third Die Hard, you yeah. can tell that Bruce Willis was kind of <laughs> checked out. Yeah. Yeah. So. So, okay and good for him okay yes. um anyway uh i i would like to put a, a call out to the um character who plays um yaz mandip gill i think she's amazing um and she's a really great actress and i like seeing her in things so uh good on her and i actually like all of the i, I do like all of the companions i just don't like them with jodie whittaker it's a balance yeah it's a balance yeah, yeah. okay so let's move on to a topic that Josh will actually participate in because we know how much he hates Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, dude. We know. If if you turn to some other topics, I wouldn't participate because like we tried to do that anime giant robot podcast, and I I had very little to say on that. No. Yeah. yeah. What's really yeah. funny is I watched something later that evening that had the giant robot tech things. I was like going, ah, oh, I should have watched this earlier. I could have uh, added Probably. in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So the next one is we have Suicide Squad. I guess I should call it properly the Suicide Squad coming out. Uh, and James Gunn, who did that, is getting rave reviews for it already. It's crass and violent and apparently fought just to maintain an R rating and not go NC-17, which good for James Gunn right there. Uh, people are calling it the, what the DC uh, Extended Universe needed, even if it's only kind of halfway in the DC Extended Universe because of, well, DC. I, so let's, before we get into any other James Gunn news on this matter, let's discuss this for a second because Marvel has a very tightly plotted continuity and that's, like, that's how their movies go and that's kind of how their comics have always been. They fucked things up and tried to reboot from time to time gently, but unlike with DC, Marvel really tries to maintain a continuity, and that shows in their movies as well as their comics. DC, throughout their entire run, just kind of throws shit at the fan, and it's just like, man, whatever. Fans will figure it out. Yeah. Well, okay. So, I know... Yeah, I... Yeah, I okay, so... Um, Josh and you, uh, I don't know about yeah. Bex, but Josh and you probably have a lot more on the inside of reading the actual... I would, so... Um, but I am a huge fan of the characters themselves and I really love yeah. uh, superhero yeah. movies. So I would say, um, you know, I was really happy that they brought Margot Robbie back because I love uh -huh. her as Harley Quinn. I think she's great. She's great. Um, I'm a huge fan of Ildris Elba. I believe that Josh is as well. Um, and I, I am glad that he's, <laughs> is that an understatement, Josh? Um, yeah, uh, I mean, Idris Elba, yeah, amazing. And but and Flula Borg is in this, which um, you probably don't know this about me, but I love him as a character. I think he's hilarious. So um, well, he's been in a handful of things. 
Yeah. So I, I think that this is going to be really good. Um, and you, you have so many different, I mean, they're bringing in almost twice the cast that they had from the first movie. Oh, yeah. You know me, oh, I yeah. thought that their villains in the first movie just sucked so bad. Yeah. Well, as long as James Gunn does a good villain, I think it's going to be a good movie. Well, he, he loves playing with his groups of diverse people forced to be together and then kind of just fuck things up as they somehow become heroic. Like Guardians of the Galaxy, that was his thing. He had one team that did that. Um, hell, Slither kind of had the same thing with the sheriff and all the people that he dragged together for that movie. Um, and from what I understand, the Suicide Squad, it's going to be like, you know, three different factions that are all fuck-ups and all kind of work together towards a common goal. The thing is... DC and like Warner Brothers and so forth and James Gunn have all said that this isn't a sequel, but it isn't a reboot. It's just kind of ignoring what happened, but still kind of exists there. And a lot of people are saying that's what DC is going to do with a lot of their movies, which is, yes, they will carry over some characters using the same actors, but they're not going to be heavily interrelated. And it's just kind of all going to kind of exist, which Josh can attest, I'm sure, or unless you have a different opinion on this. That's kind of how DC Comics has always worked. Yes, I agree with that. Yeah. 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 Like, okay, Superman's over here doing this with Batman, but Superman's over here in his own book, and then he also has action comics, and they're all Superman, but they're all done by different writers, and none of them really care what the other person's doing with the role. Different yeah. universes is basically what it is. Yeah, it's, a multi yeah it's, it's, it's multiverse within the same universe, and it just kind of exists. And I don't think... So fans are used to the MCU. Like, that's what audiences expect now with the interconnected universe. For all of DC and James Gunn saying, these aren't related, fans aren't going to understand that. They're just going to show up to a movie and be like, oh, look, there's Harley Quinn. Right. Yeah. Well, most fans don't understand any of it anyway. Most of them... Uh, movies right now are really being catered to people who were brought up in the 70s through the 90s. That's who's catering to. That's who's catering who movies right now. Yeah, that's who has money. Um, it's really you, me, Josh, Bex. They're catering to our likes. I mean, there are still movies that are being done for art, for art's sake, which usually are boring and annoying. Um, but um, the, really, these superhero movies, these are about us. These, this is what we are interested in right now. I guess. I guess that's really that's kind of how I feel about it. Kind of. I mean, it, it, you're wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It feels like they're they're doing a thing of where they're trying to bring in, you know, the older crowd with the nostalgia, but then also trying to sort of tie in the newer crowd, try to get them into it by I don't know, being edgy or grimy too. I I don't know. It's 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 an odd place that DC is in. And I mean, Marvel's got its own struggles that they're doing right now, trying to figure out how they want to shape Phase 4 between the traditional superhero stories they're telling and the weirdness they're in inserting with the multiverse. And they haven't quite ironed that out yet. DC just seems to be like, well, we tried to do the interconnected universe and no, everyone hated it without taking the lesson that what everyone hated was Zack Snyder. Um, <laughs> it's, I'm not wrong. No, but, yeah. No, I'm, did, I'm not wrong. He did come back and kind of make a slight mens. So we'll give him well, credit for the he, slight mens. He did only because fans complained so much that when they threw 70 million more at him, it felt like he was just like, well, I'll say I'm giving them my vision, but I guess I'll just fix what they didn't like. 
Right. Exactly. So, yeah. Um, but like DC has the Batman that they're putting out sometime, I guess next year, cause it kept getting pushed, which is the sparkly vampire stars as Batman and does sparkly vampire things, uh, in a movie that's in no way related to the Batman we already had in the DCEU. Uh, but we then have the flash who's going to be the flash from the DCEU crossing over into all the various continuities. You have, oh God, what else is there? They're doing Batgirl that will carry over commissioner Gordon, even though it's not going to be Barbara Gordon as Batgirl. Um, they have uh, Von L, who is the black Superman from Earth 2, who's going to be getting his own TV show on HBO Max f starring Killmonger. So, which I'm all for that one. Mm, that's going to be good. Yeah. So I don't know. And then James Gunn wants to do more DC projects, doing whatever it is that James Gunn does, which I think is okay. I'm perfectly okay if they want to have James Gunn do what Zack Snyder was supposed to do, which was oversee all these things. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Josh, what's your what's your take? I mean, I have really a different take. So Okay. Yeah. I'm excited to see suicides, but you know, it's kind of give hope on the shared not shared, but like a comprehensible DCU. So <laughs> I, we'll see, I think yeah. if you want a D comprehensible DC universe, you needed to stop them doing their shenanigans back in the 1960s. Yeah, but I'm also kind of worried because who owns Warner Brothers now? Oh, you're right. AT&T bought out uh, Time Warner. I forgot. Thank you yeah. for reminding me. Uh, and then, yeah, they no longer own them. They uh, It's Discovery owns them. They spun them off into their own group. And the entire Time Warner thing that AT&T owned, which, thank you for reminding me that, I completely forgot that AT&T owned them. Um, they're, they're merging them with the Discovery Group, uh, which is, you know, Discovery Channel, T L TLC, all that bullshit. And yeah, that's yeah. going to be whatever that Warner Brothers Megacorp is now. Yeah, but it's uh, kind of a, a weird time. And it kind of sucks, too, because AT&T, when they bought Warner Brothers, they went in and fired everyone that knew what the fuck they were doing. Right. So, fucked everything up at AT&T and, and a bunch of other stuff. And now they're like, well, that didn't work. La, la, la. <laughs> it's like, well, maybe we can sell it again. <laughs> but... At a loss, just to get rid of Good job, AT&T. You, you <laughs> fucked this up like you fucked up your cable internet. Damn, right? Michael. <laughs> you have some hard feelings, man. I'm just saying. I do. I do. All right. Moving on. Uh, so I know we like to crap on Kevin Smith on this podcast. It's a fun time. Um, it's a good time. Uh, but I, I want to credit him that the new He-Man show that he did, Masters of the Universe Revelation, which is a sequel to the original 1980s show, but ignores the previous sequel series they had that no one gave a crap about. New Adventures of He-Man and Friends, or whatever it was called. Um, the show on Netflix, the first five episodes of which were released now, another five will be released sometime in the future, is really good. I liked it, yeah. Yeah. I think it's very watchable. I think it doesn't show any of the weird stoner aesthetic that Kevin Smith is just kind of known for. It's like he sat down and focused and crapped out something pretty good. Yeah. I'm surprised yeah. by it, honestly. Yeah, honestly. And it's yeah. like, either that or he had a good manager that kept him on task. On task. 
like like how uh, whenever so anyone wor uh, works with uh, Quentin Tarantino, they have to like keep the like put a little cat toy in front of the director to keep him focused on the camera. Yeah, yeah. So the thing is, we liked it, but we're open-minded people. The uh, fucking MRA douchebags online hate the show because it's not a He-Man show; it's a Tila show. Yeah, to which my boss like was all like, "It's not even called He-Man; it's called." Yeah. Masters of the Universe. So, yeah. fuck them. Yeah. And I feel like the original was kind of the same. Maybe not... The, the original is basically just a bunch of muscle-bound dudes all with the same body, running around in poor animation, fighting a guy with an uh, unfortunate skull for a face when he's just trying to, you know, get some friends. It's, it's really a sad story about Skeletor. Yeah, it really okay. is. I'd agree with that. <laughs> How Skeletor gets his groove back. I would watch that movie, I'm just saying. Skeletor fucks off out of Eternia, goes to a beach, meets a nice black man. Yeah, I, 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 would, I would watch that. That'd be hilarious. Yeah. So. I don't know what people were expecting. Like, A, Kevin Smith is, I, I would say, you know, simply on the left. The thing I like is um, his Kevin Smith's reaction. So he's like, fuck them. I didn't make the show for them. Yeah. Like, un unlike Disney and Sony, who capitulate to all the whims of their people, and be like, oh my god, th this one vocal section of fans hated this female character, let's get rid of her. He's just like, fuck them, we're just gonna keep making this show. Star Wars. Maybe that's what yeah. directors need to do, is basically stop making, well, I don't know if some well, director should do that, but... Suits. Some some directors maybe they should basically just say f off to the people who keep telling them to make the bad shit, and then well, it's, it, then they can make good the shit. The problem with Star Wars was that Disney said from on high, "Oh my God, the MRA people are right. We totally did this. Let's get rid of Rose Tico." So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah fuck you, Disney. By the way, <laughs> so next on our list. Uh, Square Enix, working with, of course, a third-party developer, because most game companies don't actually develop most of their games in-house anymore. Uh, they have released the Pixel Remasters of the Final Fantasy games. And this is a topic I know B won't care about in the slightest, but Josh, considering the fact that you have every Final Fantasy game up through, what, ten? Nine. Like, nine, okay. How do you feel about this? I'm fine with it. I mean, I probably won't buy them. I don't really look different than the one that I have on this one, right? Like, and they, like they, they well, so the, the NES ones look different, uh, obviously, because yeah. they're 16-bit graphics. But, I mean, you kind of had a GBA version you could have gotten with, like, Dawn of Souls and all that. It does give us the first official edition of the retro version of Final Fantasy III for the NES ever released yes. in the West. So yeah. that's nice. Um. But they, they also do, that while they say they're just remasters that stay true to the original games, they do remix a lot. The first, uh, the the remake of Final Fantasy 1 uh, has been hotly debated in the Final Fantasy randomizer community that I'm a part of. And they're like, this is not a remaster. This is a completely different game. Yeah. So. I also haven't really looked into it too much because it's like, oh, I already have all those on all the systems that they came out on, so... Like, if they put it out on Switch, I'd probably buy it just so I could have Final Fantasy 3. That's yes, about it. They're on, they're on mobile, right? They are. They're on mobile. They're on Steam. You can buy them individually or as a group. Yeah. 
And I don't, I don't know. It, it feels weird not playing it with a, you know, Final Fantasy VI without an SNES controller. I mean, you can get the USB one and plug it into your phone or your computer. Yeah, that's work. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there we go. Finally, and we don't have to talk about this for too long, but, you know, we can touch upon this because the world sucks. COVID-19. We thought we were done talking about it because we got a couple months without having to worry too much about the pandemic, but the pandemic decided not to go away because people are stupid. Uh, mm. And the Delta, variant, very, the Delta variant is on the rise, and governments are refusing to shut down, and the zombie apocalypse is upon us. Thoughts? Yay! I mean... <laughs> you know what? Let, let me just be honest here. I kind of just shut down my brain for a second. Did you say that there's <laughs> going to be a new zombie apocalypse? What are we on? This? What's on COVID-19. The... COVID-19, the Delta variant. Oh, is the zombie apocalypse variant? Yeah, well, I mean, oh, well. It's, it's the one that's on the rise and no one wants to shut down, which proves that if the zombie apocalypse happened, government, people would be like, I don't have to worry about getting bit. I, I'm fine. It's you people that have a problem. It's my freedoms. Mm-hmm. And then governments would shut down for six months be like, no, the zombies are managed. Then they'd open back up and everyone would die. Okay, yep. now, now I'm now I'm up to date. Sorry, I had a. <laughs> Sorry, you said that, and then my brain just kind of just shut down. Um, okay, so yeah, we have stupid Americans. Yeah, yeah, because it's it's one of those things too where people, you know, everyone's all like, "Oh well, if I got a." a vaccine so I wouldn't have to wear a mask. Are you saying if I have to wear a mask now, I wouldn't have gotten the vaccine? It's like, no, you dumb shit. Like, it, there are levels of protection. The vaccine is not 100%. No vaccine is. So you need the vaccine, and now you need to mask up because, oh, just because you don't get sick. And the, this is the same argument in the beginning of this. Just because you won't have symptoms or get sick doesn't mean you're not going to pass it on to someone else and even that when the alpha variant was out it was like oh you could pass it on to like two or three more people this delta variant you can pass it on to eight to ten more people in the same amount of time so it's so much more virulent it they're saying it it's basically can be spread like as much as chicken pox you know it's that kind of level where we're looking at and People are just like, nope, I'm I'm tired of everything. I'm going to ignore everything, and I don't care about anybody else, so fuck it. Mm-hmm. And, and the politicians are doing this dumb thing with these stupid messages of going back and forth and being all like, oh, well, it's personal responsibility. No, you're scared of being the fucking bad guys and being the parents that you need to be to this goddamn country of imbeciles who don't know how to keep facts straight. Like, I was listening to the Indiana people where they're all like, well, we've given them all the knowledge that they have. It's up to them now to choose what's right. No, that's why we have seatbelt laws because we know people won't choose the right thing unless there's something, you know, telling them not to specifically. They'll use every excuse not to. And it's, uh, what's up? Beck Beck should preach. Preach, girl. <laughs> I'm like, Preach, girl. I'm like, I'm sorry, it's like, it's, I went to school for this shit. It's public health 101 from the beginning. I was ranting about this somewhere else. Like, I could see it. I'm like, this is airborne. They're saying wash your hands, but it's airborne because it was being, 
spread around way too fast. And then what? A week later? Oh, it's airborne. Yeah, no shit. Any public health expert would have been able to tell you that. And here I am. I just have a bachelor's degree. And and it's like, no, we need to we need to go back to fucking lockdown, you know, keep everyone with like, hey, hey, get the vaccine because we're we're still barely at 50 percent. Like, no. (laughs) And and, you know, everyone still wear masks. The the only reason why we should not be wearing masks is when we are like, I would say, at 80 percent. Um, vaccination level and even then like if we want to get rid of this damn thing everyone should wear masks and everyone who can get a vaccine should get a vaccine and until it's gone but now it it is way too fucking late i feel like the old flu is going to be kind of like a little thing of the past and this is going to be our new flu everyone who is saying oh this is just a flu guess what you got your fucking wish even though this is a flu that is so much worse than everything else. And and that's my soapbox. <laughs> it's a good soapbox to be on. And the thing that kills me is like the people that are so against wearing masks is a is a piece of material over your face. Like Yes. I, I yeah. have been vaccinated. I got the two vaccines. I went with Moderna. I still wear a mask. Yeah, well, if I'm willing to do that, encourage others to do that, other other people should be willing to do it. It's one of the reasons that I decided to not go with my new job is because, one, they were Trump Pence supporters. And two, um, they didn't they didn't wear a mask. So I, I really didn't have a choice. I can't work for people like that. Um, so it, it's just like it, it's ignorance. It's pure ignorance if you aren't going to take the steps to 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 heal thyself as they say then you don't deserve to be on this earth um so you know what i don't understand why right-wing news is basically allowing their base to die i just don't get it yeah and not not only have a base but but spreading it around to everyone else too because i mean that that's that's the whole kicker where indiana people are like oh it's a personal responsibility thing no it's a social responsibility because all those people like the kids going back to school they're like no the local people said they want to choose what they're gonna do okay but what about the people next door who choose something different and now this kid is going to infect a whole other you know branch of people like yep. that that's how this works there's diseases don't have borders except for in new zealand of course where they're on lockdown oh. well in 10 years it'll be accessory to murder so you know they'll deal with it then yeah how, how would you accessorize your murder i you know, would wear a lovely lovely black purse because it goes with everything of course <laughs> i was thinking bracelets pearls pearls yes classy Anyone got any further on this? Oh, I'm I'm sure I I do, but I yeah. We no. never get to hear from Bex enough, so you know. <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was a six minute rant there from Bex on. on, on I, I can be the 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 local epidemiologist. Consult. I feel like I I feel like our our podcast evolves, and then at the end of it, we always, we do a six minute, and now from the health desk. <laughs> we should do that. Every- 
every time we do nerd news. And wait, was there, was there anything else for nerd news other than No, COVID? I went to all my topics unless you guys have anything okay. else. Uh, There's a pretty big one that happened that you are forgetting. Oh, Blizzard, yes. Right. Ah, right, okay. Yes, okay. So, for those that are not aware, and I'm sorry to, to, to cut into Becky's health desk corner with this. Uh, <laughs> it's, 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 Every it's, time. It's a mental health, it's a mental health thing. Uh, so, Blizzard Activision blows. I mean, so, those of us that know Blizzard and Activision know that at one point, Blizzard, just Blizzard, not Blizzard Activision, used to be a very good company. They were the ones that perpetuated the idea of a game is done when it's done, and they're not releasing it until it's done. This whole uh, corporate idea of just putting out a game and then patching it over and over again to getting it up to snuff, that didn't used to be Blizzard's way. That's not to say they didn't patch stuff over time, but that's when, you know, game-breaking bugs that they couldn't discover during their whole QA process came up down the road, and then they'd fix it, and they'd add in some stuff, and they'd be fine. Expansion packs. It's fine. But what they got bought out by Activision, and everyone was worried, oh, at some point the corporate culture is going to change, and we're going to see Blizzard no longer be Blizzard. And then, like, the CEOs left, and some of the other major people that were in, head of the, in charge of teams left over the course of, like, five or so years. And the, most recently we had, like, was it Warcraft 3 Reforged, which didn't feel like a Blizzard game at all because all the promised features were missing and the game was just a buggy, awful mess that, like, obviously wasn't done when it was released, so it didn't even meet the it's done when it's done. Uh, and now it all comes out that over the last few years, Blizzard Activision, or Activision Blizzard, however you want to say it, uh, Activ-Blizzard, uh, they've been sexually, har they've had CEOs and other people in there that have been sexually harassing people and like team leads have been purposely promoting white dudes over women, even if the women have been, been more qualified. Ideas have been pitched by women and people of color and have been ignored. But when the same idea has been pitched by a white dude, suddenly that idea becomes a game. Uh, just all kinds of stuff. So they're getting sued by the state of California for uh, sexual discrimination and... Now, like, after first releasing a press release saying, that's stupid, we totally didn't do that, now they're in damage control mode. Yeah, basically supporting the frat bro culture is basically what yep. they've been doing. Well, it's, even, it's a little worse than that, too, because there more words coming about how um, allegedly I think someone owned uh, their co-worker's phone and shared nude photos of her, and that employee yeah, ended I heard up that too. Yeah, they committed suicide. Well, yeah. I mean... It's, it's kind of hard to defend your company when you have a Bill Cosby room. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Which they literally do. Here's a PSA for all of those companies out there who still haven't gotten the message. Hashtag. Bill Cosby room? Well, hashtag <laughs> me too is a thing. So get <laughs> over it and stop being frat bros. Okay. Yeah. It's not a thing allowed anymore. You can't, you have to basically listen, you guys, you guys built, not you, not the men in this particular thing, but the people who might be listening are five people might be listening and basically get the word out by now. The, the bro culture and, you know, attacking women being inconsiderate to others. You guys have built a society that allowed that for so long it, you can't do it anymore. So get your heads out of your asses and start being human. That was my soapbox. Okay. Just be human, guys. Is it is it really that hard? I, 
I, I can I can probably be a vampire. I don't know. <laughs> well, okay. Mike's allowed to be a vampire. Everybody else, Woo! you have to be human. Woohoo! I mean, yeah. I was told in my last job that I'm inhuman, so I guess I'm a vampire or a superhero. I haven't chosen yet, but don't, we'll, don't we'll be see. Inhuman. I watched that show. That was <laughs> You've seen my hair on a bad hot day. <laughs> okay, I think we're good at this point. Unless yeah. anyone has anything else. Cool. Now, this has been Nerd News from Asteroid G. I'm Mike Finkelstein. Jaffer. Queen Bee. And Bex. And we will see you next time.